So you need to understand the five aggregates. And, um, and that's something we've talked about before, but it's such an important part of the investigation of emptiness of self that uh, it's, it's always worth revisiting. Could you define those again for us? Yes, for the five aggregates. That's just what I was about to do. And oh, excuse thank me. Thank you for asking. So that way I, <laughs> Good intuition. Okay. Yeah. So they are form, feeling, perceptions, mental formations, and consciousnesses, or awarenesses is the word that I would prefer, but it's usually called consciousnesses. So those are the labels. Like any other label, it doesn't tell you very much until you look inside the box. So, form. Now, the, the Buddha spoke in a language using ordinary daily terms. He didn't define special words, you know, like a scientist would make up a new, brand new word and say, this is what I mean. Every, every word he used had ordinary everyday meaning. And rupa. Rupa referred to what we would call the material universe, physical reality. And as an individual, if we're talking about an individual, uh, of course, our body is physical. We have these two parts to ourself that we part again of our natural intuitive perception of self is that we consist of a body and a mind. One is physical, and one is non-physical, it's mental. And so, rupa accounts for the physical part. So, what you consist of is uh, a physical aggregate, known as the body, and a mind, and we can subdivide the mind for sake of convenience, and the, the, the vision that the Buddha used was this. He said, the mind is conscious of things. And what it is conscious of is of, are, are the perceptions that arise. The mind contains with it a vast aggregate of mental formations, of uh, mental constructs, all the thoughts and the ideas the emotions that are generated in response to various things, uh, all of our beliefs and everything like that. It's a huge category. Uh, as a matter of fact, perceptions are also mental constructs, but they've just been separated out to be observed separately. And then feelings is the other mental... Uh, it's, feelings are also a kind of mental construct. But what he means by feelings... Uh, it, can be confusing in English because by feelings we don't mean hearing and touch and things like doesn't mean that. As a matter of fact, that's rupa when you get down to it. Uh, feeling is simply the the hedonic or affective quality of an experience. You know the word hedonic, hedonism? Okay, or affective. Very simply, you, there are three kinds of feeling. Pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral. Or neither pleasant or unpleasant three kinds of feelings. So it's an aggregate without a lot of different parts, but it's a very important aggregate because absolutely every single experience you have 
sensory or mental or otherwise, is accompanied by a feeling of being pleasant, unpleasant, or needed pleasant or unpleasant. And of course, in the further analysis that the Buddha did of the what's called uh, dependent origination, he shows exactly the role that feeling plays in triggering craving and leading to our making things real in our minds, our clinging and attachment, and our actions. So it is separated out because it plays such a crucial role. So uh, in addition to the material aggregate, that's the body, we have the aggregate of feelings, which actually there are three general types of feelings, but he divides them up into five. And this is very important too. It has a lot of relevance to the other things that he taught. He distinguished between uh, the pleasant feelings arising from the bodily senses and pleasant feelings in the mind, and likewise pain arising from the bodily senses and mental pain or sorrow, suffering, grief, uh, all these other kinds of things. So really we come up with five, five different feelings. We have physical pain, mental pain, uh, physical pleasure, mental pleasure, and neither pleasant nor unpleasant, which can be either. So that's the five. Okay, now, this is what, he says this is what makes you up, so you have to examine that and satisfy yourself. Because if it's not a complete picture, if there's some part of what you are as an individual that's not included in this, it's not going to work, right? And if you don't understand it correctly, it's not going to work. So you have to understand it well enough to satisfy yourself that indeed this encompasses everything that I've ever experienced as an individual. And if it doesn't, you're going to have to revise it or understand it differently or give up the project entirely and go have a beer. (laughs) Okay, so... Let's examine this. What happens is you experience by means of the physical senses things. Consciousness, that's one of the aggregates, will take a sensation arising as an object. And then, from the mental formations will be created a perception. Okay. So you see something or you hear something, but the something isn't in what you see and what you hear. It's constructed by the mind to account for the visual imprint or for the auditory imprint. So that's the perception. So you have an experience of a perception. And there are feelings associated with this. There are feelings associated with the initial sensory contact, and there's also feelings associated with the perception. And they're often the same. Something feels good sensorily, and the idea of it, the perception of it, is also pleasant. But not always. It can happen that something feels good sensorily, but because of other associations with it, the perception of it triggers a negative feeling, triggers a dislike, an unpleasantness. So, 
this also becomes important as you go through to recognize that the mental pleasant and the physical pleasant don't always accompany the same initial event. They often do, they most often do, but they don't always. For instance, sadomasochism. What's that? For instance, sadomasochism. Uh, well, yes, that would somebody who something physically is painful, but experiences pleasure. But it produces a kind of mental pleasure. Yeah, many different examples of that. Right? Somebody you really don't like comes up behind you and strokes your shoulder in a pleasant way. The sensation. Oh, that felt good. Not you. <laughs> you know. And you can come up with all kinds of examples. Anyway. So, now, the, the consciousness aspect of it is, uh, it's, uh, it is consciousness of. It's consciousness of an object. And as a matter of fact, you know, I... I have spent so many years trying to find a way to use language to adequately convey some of these things, and there is uh, we treat we treat all these words kind of vaguely in terms of their meaning, and we have words that seem to mean mostly the same thing, and um, so I've been hoping to find some way to use words that we already have in a specifically defined way to clarify things. Um, I'll share this with you, not because you need to adopt it, but because maybe it can help you to to see, the, to understand the problem. But I like to use the word awareness to mean anything that registers on your nervous system, whether you're conscious of it or not. So you see, I've made awareness and consciousness into two different things. So you can have conscious awareness and non-conscious awareness, or subconscious awareness. You know, you could regard subconscious awareness as something that you could be aware of, or perhaps you can be aware of, but you're not. Right? And conscious awareness, of course, is is not only is something registering on your nervous system, but that very elusive element of Consciousness is there. So anyway, what is being referred to in this um, aggregate of consciousness are the kind five kinds of awareness, or six kinds of awareness that are associated with the physical senses and with the awareness of mental objects. And so the way I find this and I think that you will find it too, is if I said eye consciousness is different from ear consciousness, it's, eh, well, I don't know if you say so. But if I said visual awareness is different from auditory awareness, you'd say, yeah, absolutely. Right? And that's why I think awareness captures the essence of what we're talking about here a little more clearly. Because... It said that this aggregate of consciousness consists of six distinct kinds of consciousness. Consciousness, uh, uh, or, but awareness works. It's, if we say six distinct kinds of awareness, depending on which 
bodily sense they're associated with, or whether it is awareness of something that's arising in the mind, like a thought or emotion. Okay? So, anyway, these are the aggregates. This is what makes you up. In this moment, in every moment, what is present is uh, sensations. That's the aggregate of form. And one of the things you'll notice here is that we're already leaving behind materiality itself. Uh, because how do you know a material world exists? Well, you base your assumption of a material world on sensory information. And you do the same thing when you're dreaming, too. right? You assume the tiger's there because you see it in your dream. So, let's not take a chance of making yet another assumption that just because we see a leg and a hand that we're really made up of body parts. <coughs> Instead, let's stick to what we really know for sure directly and experientially. I have sensations corresponding to having a leg or a hand or seeing things and so forth. Okay, So we have simplified materiality and the bodily aggregate to simply those bodily sensations which give rise to the notion of, of a world and a body. Okay, So what you consist of, you have sensations. That's the aggregate of form. You have awareness of those sensations, out of which arise perceptions. Right? You have that vast aggregate of mental formations, which is responsible for those perceptions that have arisen memory traces of previous experiences, you know, thoughts, associations, everything else. Uh, your emotional reaction to what's going on, all of that is, that's the stuff that's stored in, in your mind. And then associated with each experience, you have, uh, you have a feeling, uh, uh, pleasant or unpleasant. So this is what's being presented as this accounts for everything that you are. See if you find anything missing from the picture. So that this would be your job then, is to satisfy yourself that you're that you can understand why why the Buddha uh, would say that these five aggregates account for everything that you are as an individual, everything that you can ever remember having been and everything that you can reasonably foresee yourself being is going to be some combination uh, arising out of these aggregates, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the basis for the explanation. Then you have to go and you have to start looking at your sensations, at your feelings, at your perceptions. Uh, it's hard to look at mental formations directly. You only get to see the ones that rise up as perceptions. But you can certainly uh, you can certainly examine introspectively and tell what kind of mental formations seem to be operating, you know, and, and the different kinds of awarenesses. And you look in there for anything that you can, either anything within that that you could attach the characteristics of the self to, or if you could attach it to the totality. Now. Really, at the outset, by saying that all 
that you are as an individual is these five aggregates, is saying that the totality of these is somehow going to account for everything that you have erroneously ascribed to a single, permanent, separate experiencer and doer. Because if you could if you could account for what you previously ascribed to your intuitive sense of self with less than that, then you would need five aggregates. You'd only need four. So indeed, the totality is necessary to account for everything. But the whole point is that you can account for everything and you will not find in it any of the things that you're looking for in the form that, that you expected to find them. The most remarkable part is, of course, the two functions of the self, which is the, the owner of experiences and the originator of actions. And that does come as something of a surprise, and that is kind of hard to, to grasp. <laughs>